This is Crossroads, the Get Religion podcast. New York Times writes the story this way. Suspect in Abe shooting held a grudge. Scrutiny falls on a church, the Unification Church, the Unification Church, with links to conservative political parties worldwide, said the head of the church's Japanese branch denied any ties with the suspect in the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Now, it calls itself the Unification Church, but the New York Times continues to refer to it as a church, throughout the entire article. Is there a problem with that? Greetings and welcome to Crossroads with Terry Mattingly. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in. Terry is Senior Fellow at the Overby Center for Southern Journalism and Politics at the University of Mississippi. He's author of the weekly On Religion column for the Universal Syndicate and the book Pop Goes Religion, and he's founder and editor of Get Religion. Terry, welcome back. Glad to be here. So what's the safest way in print to describe the Unification Church? If you look at it from the perspective of normal journalism practice, first of all, the church gets to name itself. So on first reference, for sure, you would call it the Unification Church. Now, it has a long, drawn-out name that kind of tells you something about the whole shooting match here. Let's see if I can find that that actual reference. It's something about the unification of Christianity in the world or something like that. It's this long name that you never see under normal circumstances. And the Unification Church is how you're going to see most of the references to this thing. And you also, of course, you have the the slang term that many people use for this, which is the Moonies, because of the founder being Sun Myung Moon, I found the name. He founded the legal name is Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity. And like I said, you can't put that on the back of a T-shirt. But the key to this all is you at some point you have to signal that there isn't a traditional Christian church anywhere in the world that considers this to be a Christian church. And which means that if you're going to do good journalism about a story that involves the Unification Church, you need to decide, as journalists would say, you have to decide what to call it on second reference. And I think the safest thing to call it is a religious movement. And then I saw one reference that we can discuss in a while if you wish. Someone called it a messianic movement. And that's actually pretty accurate because Sun Myung Moon argued that Jesus had appeared to him and told him that he was the Messiah for this age. Now, does that mean he is Jesus reincarnate? Did that mean he's the Messiah for all ages? Does that mean he's the Messiah as long as he's alive? Does that mean he's the, you know, you get into all these other questions, which he wasn't anxious to settle. But he definitely claimed messianic status as the leader of all Christianity and all religion in the world. So needless to say, that's not going to go over big with Nicene or Apostles' Creed Christianity. So A, I think it's Unification Church on the first reference, 
And then you get into second reference where I think probably the safest thing to call them is a religious movement. Then what we probably need to discuss further is when do you call it a cult? And does that word apply? And some media use that word to describe the Unification Church, and others don't. And I think we need to have some clear standards in mind if we're going to use that word. No, I take it the New York Times, the paper of record, used the word church repeatedly a a couple dozen times. I think you did the count. Why do you think the New York Times handled the word church in this way? It applied to the Unification Church. That's a great question. I don't want to take a guess at this or impugn their motives or something, but the, the point of the story is to say that the Unification Church was a dangerous, conservative group that lots of people wanted money from and wanted the cooperation of, and so thus you have you know, the assassinated former prime minister, thus you have Donald Trump, you have people appearing at rallies for the Unification Church and saying all kinds of things. The survivor, the widow of Sun Ming Moon, who is known in the church as the True Mother, capital T, capital M, True Mother. And Trump called her a tremendous person and praised her incredible work on behalf of peace all over the world. And I think the short answer to your question is politics. This is a dangerous conservative body. It's a religious group. Must be a church. I mean, the church is really dangerous right now. Church in general, we maybe we don't like churches. Maybe we don't like conservative churches. But what you don't find in this story is any description of why this particular group would be controversial. I mean, for example, let me just read the paragraph there on that. The Unification Church was founded in South Korea in 1954 by the Reverend Sun Mung Moon. It later expanded overseas, building a network of newspapers and civic organizations it used to develop ties with conservative political parties around the world. It also generated questions about its recruiting and business practices. In the 70s and 80s, the group faced lawsuits over solicited funds and charges of brainwashing by parents who said their children had been forced to join. And, of course, they're also famous for the the mass wedding ceremonies where you have hundreds of people getting married, and many of them haven't met each other until that day. But church leaders say that they're inspired by God to for certain couples to get married, etc., a behavior that some people would say is the kind of emotional and commitment manipulation that you would see in a cult. But once again, the question is, how do you define cult? Why was the time so reckless with its use of the word church over and over and over? 25 times if you search just the story file, including the headlines. You don't see that. I didn't see that in any other report about this, especially in the absence of specific language about why they're controversial, the messianic role that Moon claimed for himself over his followers, 
or any of the other stuff. It was politics, money, church. And that was the key message. So would this apply, this I'm just occurring to me as I'm listening to you, would this apply to media coverage of, not to get too far afield, of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? There's that word again. Well, you could say that the Latter-day Saints are a classic example of a new religious movement. And you could even go back and make some comparisons to Islam in the sense that Muhammad said he was a prophet. He did not say he was a messiah. In fact, that would be anathema in Islam to claim that you were some sort of incarnation. That's why Jesus is anathema as a messiah, not as a prophet, but as a messiah or son of God in Islam. Prophet language can make you a sect. It can make you a controversial doctrinal group, which the Latter-day Saints certainly are. They remain in the view of Roman Catholicism, Eastern Orthodoxy, Evangelicalism, and I think even most liberal mainland churches would not accept their claim to be a traditional Trinitarian Christian movement, in part because of a host of doctrines, but they have beliefs that have implications for your belief about the Trinity and the Godhead, which are too much. That's a whole nother broadcast to talk about that. The Unification Church is different from that, because here you have a man saying, Jesus Christ has told me to do his work. I am the Messiah. That's different than saying, I'm a prophet who has new revelations and new teachings for a new age. It takes the the formation of this religion up to a whole other level. And certainly, in the eyes of traditional Christians, it can be called a doctrinal cult. The question that journalists are going to ask is, is it a sociological cult? Is this a cult that has brainwashing? There's that word that was used by the Times. Does it have some sort of dangerous power over the life of its followers you know, on life and death issues? Is it a cult of leadership, a cult of behavior, a sociological cult? This is something I've written about a number of times at Get Religion, and I'll write it about it again. It's the sort of thing that I studied in graduate school in a full-length semester graduate course on the characteristics of religious movements, new religious movements and cults. Controversial stuff when you write about it in public media, but it's certainly relevant to this story. And like I said, I think you use Unification Church on the first reference this is what they've named themselves. And after that, you need to make sure that people know this is a, a controversial religious movement. And why is it a controversial religious movement? Frankly, if you're interested, some other publications did a much better job with this, and this, which made it all the weirder that the New York Times didn't. I mean, it's, it's interesting to see the Washington Post get it right and the New York Times get it wrong. 
on a story of this magnitude, for example. So, Terry, before the break, you talked about the Washington Post doing a better job. What did they get right? Well, I mean, you can look at their report. The key is that they didn't leave readers flying blind, knowing why this is a controversial group. And it doesn't take a whole lot of information to make that clear. So, for example, they went after the meeting with Donald Trump. You know they're not going to pass up that. You know, with the true mother reference and Trump calling her a tremendous person and all that. But then the very next sentence, Sun Myung Moon, who called himself a messiah, preached that Jesus had instructed him to continue his work on earth. Now, I don't know anybody who would say that that sentence is not accurate. And I think if readers read that, they would go, okay, that's kind of different. I mean, they would certainly understand why there would be people who wouldn't consider this to be a Christian church. I got emails and texts from a couple of journalists, and one of them said, I really didn't think the Unification Church was a Christian church. And he sent me the URL to the New York Times article, which contains the word church 25 times. And if you think about the meaning of the word church, I think the vast majority of newsreaders would go, church, that means Christian. You think that's a safe assumption? I think they would not just be a safe assumption, it's an ironclad one. Yeah. So then you, you get into the fact that it doesn't take that many words to tip the reader off on this. There was a piece at NBC News that I thought, once again, this is a short reference. I don't think this is quite as good as the Washington Post one, but it opens by saying, the church founded by self-professed Messiah, Sun Myung Moon, is distancing itself from media reports that the suspect's mother made a hefty donation to the group. Okay, that's pretty good. Later, it called a messianic religious movement known for conducting mass weddings and courting prominent U.S. conservatives has found itself, et cetera, et cetera. In both of those cases, I think that's that's good. I think that's the crucial language that people need. But I think the very clear reference in the Washington Post is better. Just go ahead and quote Sun Myung Moon, who called himself a Messiah, who preached that Jesus had instructed him to continue his work on earth. The word preached is crucial because that implies public statements. This isn't something he said behind closed doors, and people are guessing at it. The way, for example, they might guess at the contents of some rituals in Latter-day Saint temples, which are private and people don't discuss them, so thus you kind of have to argue about what they say or they don't say. These are things that he said out in public, and if you tell readers that, they're going to understand that this is not a traditional Christian church in any meaningful sense of the word, even though he called it a church. So you give him the first reference, and after that, you have to let the readers know why this group is considered unique. You know, the crazy thing about it, Terry, is that the inclusion of the moon information and the inclusion of, we're talking now, the 50-plus year history of this religious movement, 
makes the 60, 65 now. Yeah, yeah. It makes the story so much more interesting. I, I don't see why a reporter would pass it by. It, it makes it more interesting to connect it with this strange religious group, large as, as it is in South Korea and Japan, this strange religious group with a possible connection to a motive for assassination. Yeah, except maybe you have to decide in your brain what you think makes this group questionable or dangerous. And for the New York Times, that was politics, money, and the word church. I think that's pretty obvious. But if you then, if you wanted to get into the relationship of the Unification Church with other religious movements, you would immediately find out that nobody else considers it to be a Christian body. But to some degree, maybe if you make it sound religiously strange, they thought the Times people thought that would undercut the political drama somehow. I don't know. Like I said, I can't do more than speculate at this point. But it's very clear that most other media groups, not all, but most, most of them put in religious language that let readers and listeners know why this wasn't an ordinary group. Then you get in, I think it's very interesting to know, if Sun Young Moon is dead, if he's gone, what has happened to the movement? And now that requires another paragraph or two because you've had a lot of splits. You've had the group kind of frantically working to stay alive, make converts, and get money, which then directly links to the assassination plot because that seems to have been the motive. This young man was upset that his family donated lots of money to the Unification Church and that appears to have pushed him over the edge. It bankrupted his mother, it bankrupted his family, and he took things into his own hands, made himself a gun, and shot the former prime minister in the back. But like you just said, if you're going to bring the Unification Church into this, and I don't know how you avoid it, why not let the readers know why this is a struggling and still controversial religious movement. That's a part of the story if it's a part of the motive of the assassination. How do you leave that out? So I agree with you there. I also found it somewhat odd that as these revelations are coming forward today, that really, as I said, is a whole new wrinkle in this story that was already fascinating in and of itself, as tragic as it was. National Public Radio is kind of pushing really hard the gun violence angle on this. Using this story in every iteration it writes about to contrast the numbers of American gun violence with that of Japan. Well, I mean, I personally, as you know, I'm, I'm in favor of some forms of gun control that many conservatives wouldn't be. And I don't think you're, you, the goal here is for you and me to debate gun control. I'm saying, though, that if you're uncomfortable with the religious element and you don't want to get into the word cult or the word sect or why this is or isn't a church that many people accept or whatever, then it's certainly safer to talk about gun control. When in doubt, talk about gun control. Mention Donald Trump, mention gun control, mention the ties to conservatives, all of which are real. But 
I don't know. You know me. I think the religion angle is interesting. And in this point, it's a crucial fact linked to motive. I mean, this guy did not shoot the former prime minister in the back because he disagreed with him on gun control. So It had something to do with his family that made him angry. So with just a couple minutes here, how hard is it for a journalist or anyone, for that matter, to get a good, common, agreed-upon definition for that word we've been discussing here, church? Well, I mean, if you go and look it up in the dictionary, what you see over and over is you'll see references to church is a public building. What kind of public building? It's a public building used for Christian worship. Jews don't meet in a church. Muslims don't meet in a church. So then you get into worship as an act of going to church. In other words, even if you went in a outdoor movie theater, a drive-in theater like during COVID, you'd still say, I'm going to church. Because, you know, you're going to worship. And what kind of worship? Christian. But then you get down into a definition as explicit as a body of Christian believers, even Christendom, or even more specific in one definition that I put in my post at Get Religion, any division of this body professing the same creed and acknowledging the same ecclesiastical authority, the Catholic Church, the Orthodox Church. But you can't say moon church in the same way because that church doesn't have the same messiah and view of literally view of god as traditional creedal christian bodies so you're trying to get away from the reader thinking oh this is just a conservative christian church they needed a bunch of money and did blah 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 if readers have any chance to come away with that you have misinformed them what is going on in the story, and you've been simplistic, shallow, and I would argue inaccurate. Terry Mattingly is Senior Fellow at the Overby Center for Southern Journalism and Politics at the University of Mississippi. He's author of the weekly On Religion column for the Universal Syndicate and the book Pop Goes Religion, and he's founder and editor of Get Religion. Terry, thank you very much. Glad to be here. I'm Todd Wilkin. I'll talk with you next week. Thanks for listening to Crossroads with Terry Mattingly. Crossroads is a production of Get Religion, part of the First Amendment projects at the Overby Center at the University of Mississippi. If you appreciate this podcast, please make a secure online tax-deductible donation at getreligion.org.